everyone wants to talk about, you know, the brand identity. Who am I? What am I? What's my niche or niche? However you want to enunciate those words. Who am I target audience? What's my community? All this fun stuff. And if you don't understand your brand equity, how much value do you have in the bank today? How many people are buying into that right now? We don't do enough checking of, hey, I'm doing all this work, Troy. I'm doing all this work, y'all. We're trying to figure stuff out. And it's like, hmm, are you getting enough value back? Am I getting enough money? The M O N E Y, the green back. Social is great. Creative, great. Marketing is great. Mm -hmm. Doing the work, scheduling the content, making great videos, doing on the live streams is all great. You know what's great? Doing that while making money. Understanding a reassessment of what my brand equity is, is in alignment with what mm -hmm. I need to achieve. And if not, how do we do that? Because it's all about trust, baby. Trust mm -hmm. is literally COVID proof. What? What? Ooh. Oh my God. Ooh. I just blew y'all mind. I blew my own mind, but I'm here. Trust is COVID proof. What do I mean by that? Mm -hmm. When things get tough and things get mm -hmm. tight, I trust this person to see my business through this situation. I trust them that they'll benefit. They'll have give me value with the money I'm giving them or vice versa. Or at the very least, I trust them. I want them to stay in business. So if we have the trust of our customers, of our clients, of our network, our community, we can stay in business. We all want each other to be successful. And like you just said, Troy, COVID proof or whatever the next thing is proof. That was just a little bit snippet of a promotion I did with Jessica Phillips and Mike Gingrich on Magnet Marketers and promoting Social Media Week Lima of 2020 that we did in 2021. I just want to hype the people up about trust, but I want to use that segment because it's literally the segment <laughs> that I'm going to talk about today involving trust, brand equity, branding, establishing branding, and how it's important to the overall success and sustainability and the scalability and the growth of your business in every facet from you as the business to the consumer, to the customer, to the deliverables and beyond. What's up, I Digress listeners? If you've been listening to I Digress, you know that I Digress is all about providing marketing strategy to help your business grow. John Jans is the real deal on the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. He's one of the leading small business marketing experts. Over 25 years of experience as a marketer, as a speaker, as an entrepreneur, and as an author. Listen to the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast that is designed to give you marketing tips, tactics, and resources to grow your business. Something I love about the show is that John never shies away from asking the tough questions. Things like, is your core audience the audience you want to have? And does your business solve a customer's problem? Some of the episodes that I listened to recently was how to create marketing that can't be ignored. Ooh, that's a good one. Narrowing your focus on your ideal customer. Don't we all need to do that? The Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, hosted by John Jans, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. I have a very personal question for you. Do you trust me? No, I'm serious. Do you trust me? Now, my guess is there has to be some level of trust because people just don't pick anybody to hear their voice inside their head. To just spend some time to talk to them. There has to be some level of trust, of expectation, of I'm going to get something out of this moment. You're investing time into hearing my voice in hopes that maybe you get something out of this moment that either inspires, motivates, transforms, educates, encourages, gives you, which is the whole point of this podcast, is to give you actual takeaways to get the growth, improve your marketing, 
build the scalable and sustainable business that you want to create the life you want. And I reinforce that over and over and over and over again because repetition of insights, of thought, of belief, of visualization allows for impact to happen, allows for conviction to form, allows for foundation of strategic and tactical techniques to employ in the goal, in the hopes, in the desires, in the belief that we will get to where we want to go together. But that comes down to trust. You're trusting that I'm not going to waste your time. I'm trusting that as I continue to grow and evolve as a marketer who just so happens to have a podcast and share my thoughts and put things together in under 30 minutes that you give me feedback back in the forms of reviews and the form back of tagging me in tweets and mentions and ideas or asking me questions of, hey, Charles, I'd love for you to cover this topic or what are your thoughts on this or what does the research say about that? There's so many levels to this thing, but it comes down to trust and If we went back to the very moment where I asked you, do you trust me? There might have been a pause. There might have been a, who asked that in a podcast? What are you talking about? What is going on? The key thing I want you to think about, even beyond me and you in this moment we're having, does your consumer, does your customer, does your client, does your audience, does your community trust you? Do they trust in your mission? Do they trust in your purpose? Do they trust in your product or your service, your offering, the visualization of what you are the bridge to? Do they trust you? And if you don't know that answer, that's a problem. If you don't know if the people who you're trying to attract trust you, that is a legitimate problem in your business, in your branding, in your marketing, and it impacts your sales funnel and everything in between down to your bottom line. It's all built upon trust. I don't care how many tactics you have, techniques, strategies. Trust is the core of all of this. It is the literal cornerstone of how everything else can be made possible without you trusting in your product or service, therefore having the conviction and the confidence to compel someone to buy. But you already knew that if you've been listening for a hot second, you can't sell. And unless people don't trust you and the visualization and the presentation and the delivery and the possibility of what you produce and what you offer, you will not get the money in exchange for what you produce to give to them. Therefore, your business will fail. If your community doesn't trust you, they will not be a buyer, an advocate, an elevator. Hello, relationship status. Hello, Bay B-A-E. You can't get sustainable buyers because people aren't your advocates. They're not your elevators and therefore they won't be your buyers to keep your business going. Repeatable business means a sustainable business and repeatable business based on sustainability makes you a scalable business. And the more we scale, the more we grow, the more successful we are. And it comes back down to trust. Woo, are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? I hope you're hearing me. T-R-U-S-T, trust. You need it. You must constantly be in a state of always having trust be the bridge, the cornerstone, the foundation upon everything else that's built upon. If your team members, your third-party staff, third-party agencies, everything that touches your brand, your business, isn't in alignment, and therefore there's a sense of and a factor of trust involved, things will fall apart. Like I said, brand trust impacts buying decisions. Brand trust drives loyalty. Brand trust 
is the cornerstone to make everything else possible. Trust. So you must ask yourself, A, do I trust myself? Do I trust what I've built? Do I trust the product and service that I have? Therefore, having conviction and confidence that it will work. B, does my consumer, my audience, my community trust in me, in my business, in my product, in my service, in my offering? And lastly, how do I amplify this trust to make it consistent and integrate that trust in every system and every process and every being of my business integration? If you can't answer these questions, this isn't just a branding problem. This isn't just a marketing problem. This isn't just a purpose and a mission and about us problem, language problem. It's an identity problem. And you need to get to the core of understanding your identity, who you are, what you are, how you serve, where you serve, and why. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Troy Sanders. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. There was a study that asked consumers for brand attributes that were either deal breakers or deciding factors in making a buying decision. While product attributes around quality, convenience, speed, and value were the most commonly cited reasons, 8 in 10 respondents, so that's like 81% globally, said that trusting a brand to do what is right is a deciding factor in a purchase decision. Other issues related to corporate social responsibility are also deal breakers or deciding factors as well. One study from Marketing Sherpa found that the most broadly cited experience among dissatisfied customers, wait for it, was that the company did not put their needs and wants above its own business goals. Brand trust drives loyalty. If consumers trust a brand, they also exhibit behaviors that demonstrate loyalty. 82% of U.S. consumers and 75% of global respondents in a study said that they will continue to buy a brand that they trusted even if another brand suddenly becomes hot and trendy and overly popular. They'll also be advocates on that brand's behalf with a large majority, this is 78% United States and 76% globally, saying they always recommend the brand if someone asks because they trust that brand. If you figure out a way to instill trust, trust is therefore COVID proof. Trust is therefore now competition proof. Trust is going to keep you in business because we just said in the study, this is United States and globally, at least 75% and both totalities are all confirming this in the data, that trust is the key to success. Because when the new big kid comes around the block and a shiny, shiny syndrome, the trust overrides it. When something gets trendy and popular and not everyone in the world is talking about it, the trust will keep you in business and keep people loyal no matter what. They have a moment. They have a relationship. They are instilled in some way, shape, or form that this product, that this service, that this brand means more to me and therefore I must hold on to it. Trust. So don't doubt and think that trust is not important. Too many people get on LinkedIn and send Hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of cold DMs without establishing some type of rapport or trust. Now, I know, I know, I get it. You know, sales, you know, you got to just 
go at it blind, cold, cold calling, you know, gets a bad rep. I'm not saying it's not effective and it's even more effective in certain industries and not as effective in others, but we're not going to talk about that today. What I am getting to the point is there is a way to do even cold emails, cold outreach, outbound as well as how you are integrate things inbound in a way that still presents itself in a positive light that is the call to action of allowing for trust to happen. Being vulnerable, being real, being very strategic in how you frame your message and how you frame your words and how you come across and how you deliver things all embody and encompass how you're going to get trust across in hopes that trust is being given back when you're receiving it and vice versa. A few other noteworthy points that I've been researching in some of these studies. Long-term trust builds ad receptiveness. While half, about half, 40% of those surveyed said they pay attention to a brand's advertising and communication even if they do not fully trust them, this increases to about 76% when they have absolute trust in a brand for a long time. If you've been listening to Adagress for a hot minute, you've heard me talk about the six pillars every business needs. Simple, scalable, sustainable, systematic, speed, and successful. A big part of achieving these six pillars in business is incorporating them into the tools you use to conduct your business, like your CRM platform. Whether it's predicting consumer behavior or diagnosing the many what's, how's, and why's of sales and marketing, the HubSpot CRM platform has customizable solutions to help your business go from why now to what's next. Many CRM platforms are either over-engineered, can we be real for a minute, or clunky and unreliable, costing more time and money than they're worth. If we can be 100, let's keep it 100. A HubSpot CRM platform means you have a purpose-built solution that's tailored to your business and your business alone. So whether you're just getting started or looking for a robust system, HubSpot is ready to scale and grow with your business. With new features that allow HubSpot admins control of their accounts like never before, there's never been a better time to check out what the HubSpot CRM platform can do for you and your business. Learn more about how you can customize your CRM platform with HubSpot at HubSpot.com. And again, this was all taken from the 2019 Elderman Trust Barometer Special Report in Brands We Trust, which I will add in the show notes. One thing I really want to talk about on this episode, since we got kind of trust as the core ideology and we've set the foundation now, trust is a direct correlator with how you brand your business, with how you brand yourself, both your personal and your professional, with how you brand all of it together. So what we need to do is really talk about the different levels of branding. David Acker's model on brand equity covers a five-point system and how it is arranged. Brand loyalty, brand awareness, perceived quality, brand association, and proprietary assets. Each one of these is its own silo that funnels through all together into this one funnel, therefore creating your brand equity. 
Now, there's another model called the Keller's Customer Brand Equity Model. This one is in the form of a pyramid. So let's start from the bottom. Brand salience. Brand salience is identity. Who are you at the core? Who are you as a business? Who are you as a person? The next step up, brand performance and imagery. Meaning, what are you? What is the product? What is the service? What is the business? The step above that, consumer Judgments and feelings. Response. What about you? And lastly, at the top of the pyramid, brand resonance, relationships. What about you and me? Meaning, what about you as the business? And what about me as a consumer, the customer, the client, the audience, the community? So let's run this back again. Brand identity. Who are you? Brand salience. Brand meaning, what are you? Brand performance and imagery. Brand response, what about you? Consumer judgments and feelings. And lastly, brand relationships, what about you and me? Brand resonant. I'm gonna say that one more time. Brand identity, who are you? Brand meaning, what are you? Brand response, what about you? Brand relationships, what about you and me? So if we look at both the David Acker's model on brand equity, that's brand loyalty, brand awareness, perceived quality, brand association, and proprietary assets all funneling to become the brand equity. And then Keller's customer brand equity model, brand identity, brand meaning, branding response, and branding relationships. You see the depth of what branding is goes beyond what many people say from their day to day. Branding is definitely separate than marketing, of how marketing is identified, applied, and executed, how sales is applied and executed, and you need sales, marketing, and branding all three together in totality to get where you need to go. Now, I've been in many conversations on Clubhouse, on Twitter spaces, in live streams, in actual in-person meetings, on panels, talking about do I go with marketing first, sales first, or branding first, and I'm really looking forward to having an episode specifically on that notion that won't be now. But you know what? If you leave me a review and you tag me on Twitter asking for it, I will make it. I will make it. But I appreciate if people will leave me reviews. It will mean a lot to me. It will tell me I'm moving in the right direction. So let's go a little bit deeper. The components of brand equity. Number one, brand perception. What customers, what clients, what consumers believe about a product, a service, or offering represents. Not what the company owning the brand says it does. Too many times I'm having strategy conversations, strategy calls, strategy group calls, you get my point, where they're talking about, I have the best thing since sliced bread. I built the website, It's I love the colors, I love the font, I love the name, I love the website URL I picked, all these different things, me, 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 me. And I hate to be that person to crush their soul, to crush their spirit, and I ask them, so what? What does the consumer say they like? What do they not like? Brand perception, not your perception, brand perception is what the other people, the people you are trying to reach, think, say, hear, feel about you. And if that doesn't align with what you're exerting out to get the goals that you want, the money that you want, the success that you want, we're out of alignment. Therefore, you will not be successful. Therefore, your efforts in marketing and sales and branding and distribution and content creation are all invalid and in vain because they're not in alignment with the target niche audience that you're trying to get to. Ooh, come on now. Come on now. Number two, positive and negative effects. The way a customer perceives a brand can directly impact their actions towards it. Their reaction could be based on a number of factors. 
customer experience, quality, and customer performance, among many of other things. We have to learn how to balance both effects and have maybe FAQs, conversations, messaging to balance both. The good and the bad that comes with what you do. Not everything you do is peaches and cream and perfect. Someone is not going to like it. And so the more you articulate and communicate and get positive feedback or negative feedback and put it in a systemized way, the better you can provide a higher quality product that nine times out of 10 is going to deliver what it says, when it says, how it says to the people, making them happy to be continuous buyers, advocates and elevates for what your brand does. Now, the third thing, resulting positive or negative value. This is the return from effects of positive and negative branding perception that falls into two categories, tangible value and intangible value. Now, the tangible value could be your product, your offering, your service makes them money or makes them this or gets them that. The intangible is how did the brand, how did the product, how did the offering make them feel? Do they feel confident? Do they feel happy? Does it bring them joy? Does it bring them convenience? There's so many things and layers to a branding structure. Benefits of developing your brand equity. You can develop greater market share. You can charge a premium price, you can extend your product line easily, and you can have a greater impact as a brand or business entity. Now, there's many other benefits to developing brand equity, but I just want to focus on those core four as just the key things to think about. And then lastly, how to measure brand equity. There's three ways. Number one, financial metrics. This would be profitability, revenue, growth rate, cost to acquire or retain customers. Number two, strength metrics. This is retention brand loyalty, social buzz and mentions, and brand awareness. And finally, number three, consumer metrics, brand relevancy, emotional connection, value, and brand perception. With these three metrics, financial metrics, strength metrics, and consumer metrics, you will be able to measure the totality of your brand equity from all angles and levels internally and externally. This is a very key and important thing to do. And you can incorporate all these things and how you measure your marketing efforts and tactics, your sales strategies, and implementation of processes, and all that at its core. But without even having the proper KPIs to measure financial metrics, strength metrics, and consumer metrics, you will not be able to see how much your brand equity is and what your brand equity needs to be, therefore, to make your business a success you want it to become. Once again, it would mean the world to me if this episode has brought you value, if the series and episodes in the past, anything has brought you of value, has helped your business grow, succeed, sparked ideas, cultivated strategies and systems and hopes that can give you to where you want it to be, please leave me a review. I want to give a big shout out to Jacoby. He says, realest podcast in the world. Yeah, let's go. My favorite part about the I Digress podcast is Troy's authentic words. Oh, thank you. When he speaks... You can feel every bit of his words, and he doesn't sugarcoat. He tells it exactly how it is by giving valuable advice for others to learn from, use, and improve their business. Thank you so much for the review. Once again, it would mean the world to me to review, to rate, give me feedback, send me some DMs. I'm at Find Troy everywhere on social media. Let me know what things you want me to cover, what things you want to talk about, any questions you may have. This podcast, its purpose, its mission is to be of value to the listeners, to help you scale in under 30 minutes or less. Get the actual takeaways you need to become the successful business you want. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. 
Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening. Yeah.